are listening to Chef Life by Cabbage Foods. Hi guys, welcome to Chef Life podcast number two. We're here today at Izakaya in York with uh, Danny and Adam. Um, guys, been open for just under a year now, six months? No, three months. Three months. First of December, we opened to the public and then awesome. we did the soft launch from the 23rd to the 26th awesome. in November. So yeah, really excited to talk about the food today and where they're taking the restaurant in terms of this journey and uh, thanks for listening. So over to you guys, really. Like, it'd be good to sort of tell everyone sort of how you got here, what, where you come from, what you've done in the past, and. Well, yeah. Um, so me and Adam met each other while we were figuring out our first ever business ventures down at Spark York. So um, that's where we where we met. Um, Adam was working on the bars, and I was doing street food uh, there, both out of shipping containers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, just trying to get our foot in the door. Um, with plans to open something like brick and mortar of our own. So now it's like four years later and uh, finally found a venue, which we've been looking for for yeah. a long time. <laughs> Smart um, as well, I've done it really, I came, I think first day when you still finishing off, it was like, yeah. it's banging inside now. Yeah. yeah. It's really good, good vibe. Um, yeah, I always had the dream to open a restaurant. I, I've done 10 years of experience in Michelin star restaurants. Um, so I've always been, you know, proper chef's chef, wanting to, to push my experience and knowledge through through the industry, um, and had no money, so I was like, street food is probably a good good way in. So we did street food for three years as Shory, um, which got really good responses, and we did quite well, which has enabled us to secure a name in the city and you know open up a, a, a venue. Awesome. Under the new name is Kaya. Awesome. Yeah, myself. So I. Um, started out with a music business where I was doing festivals at uh, local um, festivals for, with untied musicians. Awesome. And then through that, kind of got involved with um, Spark from the beginning. Yeah. So I used to work for Spark when it opened, uh, help open that, and then six months in, I opened my own bar there, which was the Bohemian Bar, and that was when I met Danny yeah. from there. Um, so as Danny said, since then we were trying to open somewhere together. I opened a second bar in, in Spark as well um, and then as soon as the opportunity came for us to open this um, I left, yeah, left my position at, at Spark yeah. still got the bars there but um, we've just got a team that run it there smashed it yeah. oh man mate he's awesome so I hear Saturday and the food's banging mate really really good like so obviously mate you were sorry and yeah. Um, yeah food was epic there and I was like gutted when he closed we sort of got the vision and yeah, yeah like, like where you've taken it and I think that while I, I mean, it sort of suits me, but that Japanese kind of vibe and how you're playing it in is what I experienced on Saturdays. It's it's a different take to other Japanese yeah. sort of restaurants I've eaten at and stuff. So in terms in terms of the food and like where you're going with that, what's kind of the journey you want the diner to have from the drinks to the food? Like what's the experience you're kind of looking for? Um, well, we've got the front uh, lounge area here, so this is where we try to start the experience for the for the diners so we ask them to come in here cocktails sake on arrival and then we can move them through into the uh, restaurant area so at the moment we've got lunch service friday saturday sunday and then wednesday to uh, yeah friday saturday sunday lunch and then wednesday to saturday we're doing evening service um and we're soon changing the direction of how we're going to be serving the evening service but we'll get onto that in a bit i guess um but that's yeah we like to people to come in and relax and it is a trip well, we'll try and make it an izakaya so it's somewhere that you can just come and stay and yeah. drink as much as you want and when you're ready to get some food go through to the restaurant nice and the vibe really suits that kind of 
modern sort of Japanese feel and yeah. style where, where you're going. And I think it really sets you apart within York as well. And then sort of flavour-wise, what are you, where are you trying to take the diner? What's the... <clears throat> so we're trying to, we're trying to make some, some dishes which are quite classically casual dishes uh, and find them a little bit more, uh, give them a little bit extra flair, you know, just little pops of flavour, little bits of umami, something that you're going to remember when you leave. Yeah. Um, just classic dishes, you know. We've got like yakitori on, but we, you know, we take it to the next level by like sous-vide in the chicken thighs and cutting them into perfect portions, um, and then glazing them over the charcoal barbecue. Nice. I was cooking them like every thirty seconds, brushing them and turn them until they're perfect. Yeah. Um, and it's just a lot of attention to detail. Yeah. Um, on some really like casual style dishes. Yeah. To make them a little bit more formal. Oh, you, I mean, so the taste of menu I had was fire. Like the, the like you say that detail and everything was was phenomenal. Like really enjoyed it. Like the, just the presentation was good. The whole experience was relaxed, but felt fine dining, but without the stuffiness. stuffiness which yeah, yeah I think that's is, exactly the direction. Really. Yeah, and that's that I think's where everyone wants mm. to go. Um, yeah. And yeah, so so you talked about where you're going to take the menu, and so, so is that. A bit more where you're going to head. Like. So yeah. So in the future, we're looking. At, so basically, we've been launching the chef selection menu for the last month, and it turns out about eighty nine percent people are just going for that. Awesome. Um, so it means that if we're doing the two menus, then we've got like a hell of a lot of preparation to do. Really, is yeah, yeah. the deadline of it all. Um, so if ninety percent of people are going for that menu, then it's better off us putting a lot more energy into that yeah. to make sure that's more refined. Um, and that's the direction the customers seem to want us to go in so we're, we're just going with the flow of it and flavour wise is there anything you've been playing with recently you want to try and bowl an out on or any new Japanese well, still influences I'm currently, I'm currently writing our season menus so I'll be looking at the whole seasons um, I think we'll be changing our menu via the seasons which yeah. is always fantastic awesome it yeah, 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 yeah. keeps you inspired by what's going and growing around you yeah um, so I'm thinking about summer dishes at the minute. Um, I've just found some lovely strawberry vinegar, which we get from Cotch Village. Yeah, nice. and I'm, <laughs> I'm already, good plug, good plug. I'll take that. I'm already, I'm already thinking about the oysters we're going to be putting on with that. So I'm thinking about some like alpine strawberries and strawberry vinegar oysters. Um, and I'm just planning ahead at this minute. So trying to get it nailed down so we know exactly what direction we're going and where we, where we, where we're going, what we're serving. Yeah. Um, and establish ourselves for the year, really, awesome. uh, which is fun. Really exciting to have that that idea. Like we feel like we're a lot clearer headed now. Yeah, and we know what direction the restaurant wants to go in and where we can put ourselves. So, yeah. Oh, you said the the, the vibe I felt on Saturday was just just yeah. right. Like yeah. for the way you serve the food and, and the menu itself, and like you say that then if you've established that, and then you can just lead out. Awesome. Yeah. It's uh, and is there any sort of flavors that you've been playing with but haven't quite worked yet that you? that you want to try and build out on a bit more or or anything that you think because I remember sorry you were doing this I can't remember what it was I'll butcher this but it was like a sort of pasta but you'd done it in this star shape but it was like I can't remember what it was you were messing with it oh, like... I was making all sorts of different gears of fillings and gears of shapes yeah yeah like mandus and gyozas and all of the different shape names and stuff like that but um yeah, they might come back at some point, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I want to do another exo dumpling at some point. Nice. It'll be like a take on a ravioli, but it'll be 
It'll be a Japanese ravioli. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we were doing yeah. actually when I came in that day. Like maybe like crab with um, like a typical crab beast, but with some Japanese uh, ingredients like sake and soy sauce in the base of it, and then pasta instead of gyoza pastry. Fill the pasta with um, some Chinese dumpling mix, nice. and then make a ravioli and foam it with these nice crab. It's like really mm, amazing fusion of different places, yeah. different, different cooking techniques. Um, stars cooking so it's pretty this is awesome the place where we can really like expand on being fusion cooking and yeah 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 that's the way to go yeah, there's, there's no there's no need for us to feel like we have to be like stapled in as a uh, no. Japanese everything and that, that's what makes it exciting to come back because it, yeah it's, 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 Japanese is, is so um, open to yeah. different cuisines anyway so like China and Korea are massive influences in Japanese cuisine um so I use loads of Chinese different sauces and flavors to, to boost out. Some yeah, Japanese. yeah. It's always got the base of things. It's usually sake and soy sauce. It usually has shito or you know some other flavors like yuzu, which I really like to use. Yeah. Um, and then just pull in ideas from different places. Lots of French cuisine cooking. Lots of Chinese dishes. Lots of Korean dishes. It's yeah. just a, it's an exciting way to cook. Yeah. And then you sort of modeling that again through the cocktails and stuff as well, like. Yeah. So I really like the sort of cocktail offering there and stuff. And it's, I think I find because we we're trying to build out a sake range, but it's it's quite hard to introduce people to it because yeah. it's not cheap. Yeah. And yeah. then they've got to then educate their diner on yeah. you know X, Y, and Z of sake, and it's it's quite a risky venture. But I think the way you incorporate it into cocktails and lots yeah. of different bits, I think that's that's the way to go. Yeah. Definitely. definitely yeah. Yeah. Um, and do you find? Being sort of is a Japanese base, do you find finding influence in York interesting, or, or do you have to go further afield? Because I mean, York there's quite a decent culinary scene here, but I do think you guys are versus other places we've been in Central. I think you guys kill it. Mm. So, you know, is it what's sort of helping you think outside the box in New York, or, is it, or does it not really play a part? Well, at the minute, I think we're just we're still plugging at people who have um, already. Uh, experienced some cooking that I've done in the past and they're almost wholeheartedly just letting us go for it um, and they're coming and responding to it really well at the minute yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's really nice to have such a loyal like customer base from like from previous ventures yeah um, and they're just const- constantly giving us the spot we need to you know, keep pushing and I think it's just you know it's got organic growth through word of mouth yeah um, that's you, it really. you find- I don't feel like we're really having to convince people yeah oh no no at all no just like, walk through the door and get the, it the whole like um, style of what we're doing yeah it's when you walk in I think it, it's immediately contemporary yeah 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 so you go oh well contemporary yeah, feel, flash, yeah, you yeah. sit down the food's contemporary and I think it just works yeah oh, totally. I think people are just responding to that immediately yeah and you find from a flavour perspective in terms of new dishes is there anything that sort of influences you locally in York or are you going a bit further afield in terms of different restaurants and what they're doing or um, how does your mind kind of work with that well at the minute I'm obviously thinking about the seasons and stuff like that and we're very lucky that Japanese uh, vegetables and stuff grow in exactly the same climate as yeah, ours. Yeah. so you know we can really expand on our uh, vegetables and offering to make you know it very close to Japanese produce obviously it's not going to be Japanese produce because you'd have to be there to have that but we are lucky in the fact that you know we have good suppliers around um, 
very locally yeah. who who can literally um, tailor make our produce yeah. uh, and grow what we want for us, yeah. which is kind of the the next step for us. Is going to be having a little plot awesome. where we can start. Yeah, yeah that's vegetables. definitely a way forward, man. Like, fantastic. Really interesting. It's really good. Just like you know where it's coming from. You know yeah. the traceability of it's all fantastic. Yeah. And it's you know cater made to you. Yeah, and it's so a journey it's, as well for the diner. Yeah. Like I really like that. Like I think that's yeah. That's, I mean, people like to know where the food's coming from. Um, they like to know how it's grown, and I think it adds to the experience. Yeah. Um, it shows people that we care about every, every little Absolutely. bit we put on the plate. Yeah. And how since I mean since doing this, like such a great effort from. Where you were in terms of when I walked in the building, you were still a building. So, like, what what have been the challenges since you sort of first three months in business? Like, anything that you didn't expect, or what's been interesting for you? Um, I think when we opened, and, and as soon as we opened, it was trying to get the customers to because because it was small plates, trying to get them to order the cor- the correct way of the dining experience we want them to have. Sure. So, I guess that in a way, that's why we um, opted in to do the chef selection because we found that some of the customers weren't technically picking or choosing the, the dishes that we thought would go well together. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a, a challenge. Mm. Getting the sakes as well at the start, yeah, um, that was that was difficult. So we've, we started off just with Camp House and London-based sake house, yeah, yeah. and then we've found some suppliers now, so we've been able to get, um, get an extensive range on that. Um, and... I guess getting the direct some of the direction just of the, of the bar, but now we've, we've nailed it. We've, we've fully yeah. got the drinks offering that we wanted, but it was a bit of a slow burn to begin with. Getting the correct wines in to yeah, yeah. pair with pair with Japanese food that we were offering. Um, it's a tough it's a tough mark because I mean you know I kind of look. I've had cottage foods now nearly six years, and I look back, my fuck, <laughs> like some days you know disaster. But then you know. Sort of the hospitality trade, which in the UK I think has always been steady away, is had yeah. probably the worst thing ever with COVID and yeah. everyone knows about. So it's, it's kind of a ballsy time to open a restaurant, yeah. you know. But I think from our experience looking at the array of customers we deal with, what you guys are doing is the right move because I think to open something a bit generic, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Like, it, without it being very general there, but you know, I think this, this specific, and this. I feel the Japanese vibe is here to stay as well. If anything, it's yeah. yeah. We backed it like two years ago or whatever in our range, and like that's that's really where we're trying to just head. Not exclusively, but nigh on enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, no. I think it's it's an interesting time to do it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's always a risky time to open a restaurant, no matter what sure. time it is and what what time it is. Um, <clears throat> hospitality is notorious for being just hard. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, we've been doing it a little while now. So yeah, you've got some good experiences behind yeah. you, and a lot of learnings and stuff. So yeah, got to put in the door. I think that yeah. really push out on that for my day. And within York, like what what are the sort of restaurants or what are the place do you think are doing it quite well, or you take any inspiration from that, or you like shut us down? We're doing it our way, and that's it. Yeah, it's hard because I've got loads of influences, I suppose, but none of them really end up being like what we do but it's just like some things that I like um, it's a com- com- completely different feel of a restaurant but I like the dishes that they're doing um, yeah. and then it's just making it my my way so it yeah, fits yeah. our dining theme like all the Michelin star restaurants that I really inspired me yeah. to cook in the first place they still inspire me now Great. To, to come up with dishes but obviously I'm not going to be doing you know old school French 
no. classics in, in this restaurant. <laughs> but what I can take from that is some of the skills and some of yeah, the techniques, and techniques that yeah. I use and put that into my style of, of yeah. cooking. And in terms of your sort of brigade of chefs behind you, have you brought in experience with that or are you trying to teach them your, your way? Or? Fresh team. Um, We've got one of the lads who who we took on board from Wilds who, who used to work here yeah. before it was Izakaya. Um and he's learned from scratch. He's never touched Asian dishes, wow. like Japanese dishes in his life. Real experience. Um, he doesn't really have anything um, to help him <laughs> learn all these things. So yeah, yeah. he's jumped into that wholeheartedly. And then I've got um, a lad who used to work at Spark. Uh, used to work a lot of different uh, vendors in there. Yeah, he's always been milling around. But it's just really, really good. To pick yeah. up things really quickly. Um, and he's again, he's only uh, twenty. And he's, yeah. he's learning. Because you, you knock for out a very fresh team for the size of your kitchen upstairs. You knock out. Like I was amazed, <laughs> the, like the quality and the variety and the speed at which it was coming out. You know, yeah. such for such a high yeah. quality and well presented yeah. dish. Talk about challenges. That's one of our challenges, definitely. Yeah, we have a tiny kitchen. They like, make yeah. it work, though, bro. Like. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to smash out hundreds of covers a week when you've got such a small kitchen. Yeah, but I think though, with that in mind, the way like you were saying earlier, like you get people in, you get them to drink first, and then go back for you've yeah. kind of got that nice flow, which I suppose helps manage kitchen output and, yeah. and stuff, which is. Which I really think nice. especially when we move on to the the new chef selection, which is only going to be offered on on the evenings, where it is more of it's more of a tasting menu um, kind of yeah. dining experience. And that will simply be the the back restaurant and the mid mid section. Right. Before we're on busy like Fridays and Saturdays, we were having to use the front section as well. Got you. But now the front section, when we decide to do this change in, in like early early to mid March, it will just this area will solely be for drinkers and um, for basically potentially having like, yeah, yeah. some snacks and things before you meet. Nice. Yeah. The benefits of it are definitely overweigh how we've been doing it in the past because it leaves the kitchen up a little bit so it's not so intense because people where orders are just coming through left right and centre yeah. as they do in the kitchen yeah. um, so when we go to a tasting menu style everything will have a flow it'll feel nicer I think it'll be the food will be coming down more refined I think the guests will be looked after better have better timings on the tables yeah. Yeah. so it's a really exciting part to start again from uh, pushing forward because it was already really good yeah. And yeah. now we've got a chance to make everything excellent, I think. Awesome. Awesome. It's the right approach. So, and I think as well, if you can drive that. See, I'm really interested in, in your sort of landing sake within York because I, I do think it's a fabulous drink to, and it's so varied. I mean, some of the stuff we've been looking at, like some milk based sakes and stuff. Yeah. But then it's just that, but speaking to people like yourselves, you know, it's hard for us to go to some of our other customers who have no idea and try and sell them a milk based sake, you yeah. know. But it's, it's an amazing drink. Yeah. I think it'll just sit on the shelf. Yeah. Um, so I think if you know from a discovery perspective, if they're not akin to eating Japanese fusion, which well, being rude, I don't think a lot of Yorks offered that bar what you did in the past, you know, it's a whole new experience then, isn't yeah. it? So they're mm-hmm. coming in with that open mind. Yeah. yeah, it's still a hard plug to try and get people on sake, but people are slowly getting into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and eventually I'm sure it will be the place to come for one. Oh yeah, it's special. Yeah, it's special people will think, um, you know, when they've got special occasions and stuff, but to come here for a sake because we're going to be selling things like sake flights, so you can have an experience of three different sakes yeah. at once, and you know, will be the place to come for new experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that that experience for me is the right word here because I think that's what I got when I came, and I think that's what you'll deliver. Do you know what I mean? And 
you know, it's, I find it really interesting city to make a restaurant work because you get so many tourists. But then, like, one of my best friends lives in New York and he's big foodie. I love the scene and stuff. And, you know, but then I, I also feel York, York doesn't necessarily push the boundaries, whereas you guys are. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. See where, where that goes. Because I think you've got the market here as well. Like, I think consumers want to eat new stuff yeah. and it's like a mini London almost, York yeah. now, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. As soon as the tourists come back as well, like January and February, it has, we've obviously been mainly targeting the locals, which yeah, yeah. has been great to get our name out there for yeah. the people that we want to see coming back time and time again. And do you have a, do you have a strategy for targeting tourists, or is it just word of mouth outside? I suppose. Um, I'm obviously, the reviewing side, so trying to get as many Google and TripAdvisor reviews as possible, and then we will be targeting them through. We're trying to get into different guides as well. Right. So, got um, our understanding is, is it's just got to wait for them to come to you, really. So we're, we're right. putting our names into them, asking them to come. But yeah. hopefully, over the next six months to a year, that we'll start seeing some of the guides come in. And yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed we get into them as well. Oh, yeah, well, you're knocking out of the kitchen, yeah. definitely. definitely. Like, I'd be super surprised if yeah. not. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's, 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 an inter- it's an interesting concept here. I think with the tourist thing, because it's, you know, you're getting that passing trade and then people yeah. travelling just for your food, you know, yeah. which yeah. is really cool. That's I mean, what we want. We want people to travel for us. Yeah. yeah. We want to be booked up. Um, we want to be people to not, rather, not, not rely too much on passing trade, but just to be. You know, an influence for a long time, really. Yeah. So yeah. people click in, book in, yeah. and uh, be a, a special place you have to get into. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Really I mean, that's what it is already at the weekend. We're full, fully booked Fridays yeah. and Saturdays. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not been a day of a weekend day where we're both no, no, no. been full. Oh, it was amazing. St- but the beauty was, like, it didn't feel packed yeah, on Saturday because yeah. it was busy. Like, all the tables were full, but it felt yeah. quite intimate as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was nice. Do you know, because some. Sometimes I think you can go somewhere and you really want you know your quality and you're like, it's like yeah. a cat market, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, 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 it's awesome, guys. But um, yeah, any, anything else you want people to hear about? Or um, I guess just wait to just when we start promoting this new tasting menu. The when when you think they're launch, launching that? It was the was it the eighth? First March, eighth of March. Whatever the date is, when the first. Wednesday of the week. Yeah, from well, first uh, of March we will be doing the still the the out yeah the chef, the chef selection, but with the choice of still with phasing out the a la carte, and then from the eighth it will purely be chef the, yeah, yeah, which awesome. we're changing to the omakase, aren't we? Yeah. So an om- we do omakase boards at the moment, right? But omakase is basically just. A Japanese, um, yeah, dining experience where you just use, leave the chef to. Yeah, that's kind of your lunch. Is that your lunch yeah. section currently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And lunches yeah. are going to turn into more like our like our offer in a minute. So we'll yeah. have more choice at lunchtime. Yeah. So you yeah. can come get your karaoke chicken, you can nice. get your yakitori, yeah. you can yeah, get yeah. your bamboo. I'll be in on. All of its bits and bobs you want in and out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is more suited to the diner at the minute. Yeah. Because if people are, we found if people are coming on an evening and they're just, you know, coming for the the actor in the bar and then leaving, you know, it doesn't really help us for our own heads very well. No. We'll just come in for a chicken stick and a yeah. bar button. We can't really afford to with such a small restaurant yeah. to have a hundred customers like that. And I think at lunchtime, we have all the freedom to do that. So, yeah, it's good to introduce diners down the road, like yeah. like the eel you serve, you yeah. know. I doubt a lot of your average consumer is going to order eel, but it's yeah. fucking fire. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's. I think that way of not forcing a diner's hand, but 
you allow yeah. them to experience yeah. everything. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, Yeah, because if 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 they're wanting to come on an evening for the more refined yeah. dining experience, then they're more than welcome to. But again, as Danny was saying, if you want to experience a true izakaya, essentially, then come for the lunchtime offering on, yeah. on the weekends. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh, great, guys. Well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you. I know Rianne's going to do some filming with you guys today. It's part of our sort of chef discovery. Um, anything you want anyone else to hear at all, where they can hit you up or whatever? Just we're mainly on Instagram at the moment, so it's izakaya.york um, and the website is www.izakaya-york.co.uk and that's where you can book to uh, awesome. get in on, on the evenings yeah. and lunch. Great. Even to give us a review. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll make sure I'll turn that in the description along yeah. with, with everything else. Guys, well listen, love your food, love you guys, it's been awesome working with you and Thanks yeah, I look forward to see what happens in the next 12 months. Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers guys. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Chef Life by Cottage Foods. My name's Alistair, I've been your host. Hope you found it entertaining. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Cottage Foods LTD. Alternatively, you can look at our website, which is located at www.cottagefoodsltd.com. Thanks and see you soon.